0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Welcome to the Future. Oh,
1: it's so good to be back in the future, Charles. Uh, And this week, I have uh, some great news Mm. about a very, very old device. Um, And I know we spend a lot of time hanging shit on Bluetooth, and appropriately so. Mm. But before Bluetooth was even invented, there were terrible devices, arguably more terrible even than Bluetooth. And I'm not making it
0: up. So this is not so much... An episode of Welcome to the Future, but instead an episode of
1: Welcome to the Past. You enjoyed that, didn't you? Uh, I also have an amazingly over-designed light. Oh, good. And some garage doors that have a fairly major floor.
0: Plus, I've got a quick update on the room temperature superconductor that everyone thinks is a complete hoax.
1: How exciting. All right, uh, let's get into it after this.
0: It's that time of the year.
1: shall we start, Charles, in this uh, tech smorgasbord event? Well, I think we should start from the beginning, which is the past podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. So there's been uh, look, a, a lot of unsatisfactory tech devices in recent years, a lot, a lot of Bluetooth uh, gadgets that don't work. That's basically the, the organising principle of this podcast. Mm. But there was a device once designed that worked very, very well. Oh. In doing something utterly terrible. Is this
0: is this going to be the guillotine?
1: Not the guillotine. It's much worse no. than the guillotine.
0: Oh, right. Worse it's than the guillotine. It's called
1: the brazen bull. Have you ever heard of this? No. So it's, uh, it answers a question... What is a truly horrifyingly cruel way of executing criminals? Um, <laughs>
0: oh, at least I was in the right ballpark. Yeah, park. you were. Yeah. Well, it's an
1: execution device. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there was a, a tyrant. What's it? What's, What's it called? It's called the Brazen Bull or the Bronze Bull, the Sicilian Bull or the Bull of Falaris. Now, Falaris was a tyrant of a place called Acragas in Sicily. Mm. He was looking for a new way to execute criminals.
0: And, and what era are we talking about here? Is, is this sort <clears> of like 3,000 years ago or is this like under Muslim? like what? Like what are we? On, what are we talking here?
1: No, no, we're talking uh, basically, kind of first century BC as far as I can right, tell, okay, possibly yeah. earlier. No, so, yeah. this was used to kill Christians, oh, so okay, it was hanging so. around when when Jesus was around. Yeah, no. so it was invented by someone called Periawas of Athens, mm. whose name may well have. Given rise right to the word peril. Um, <laughs> what it is is the brazen bull. It's it's a it's a metal bull made out of bronze. It looks exactly like a bull, mm. and uh, there's a door is in it, the it, side. So is it a full size? Yeah, it's a very large. very right, okay, large. Right, yeah. It's big enough hmm. to open the door on the side hmm. and put a criminal inside it. What you then do is you, you lock the door and you apply fire to the bottom of the bull, oh. and you, you you cook the person inside. Uh, a hot bronze bull, and the the, the trick, the, the the kind of technolo- technological innovation of this device it, is that the the acoustic chamber yeah. uh, and the the bull's mouth was designed such that the screams of the victim were amplified <laughs> to sound like <laughs> the roaring of a bull. <laughs> oh, so it's a bull! It's a bull's of, roar. It's sort of genius. It's, it's genius. Uh, now. P- Perolaus uh, invented this and proposed it to, to Phalaris and, and built it. <laughs> what happened straight away, ha- as soon as he um, presented it to this uh, this person, mm. uh, was he expected to get a reward mm. from uh, from Phalaris. Mm. Uh, instead, uh, he was disgusted. So he put the inventor inside the bronze bull oh. immediately and tested it out. He wanted to test out the uh, the horn sound system. He was disgusted that... The guy would come up with such a such an evil, device. Yeah, device. And so...
0: His immediate thought was, well, I'm going to use that device. Yes. Yes.
1: Let's see exactly how horrible and cruel it is. In you go. Apparently tricked him to get inside. A... <laughs> can... Oh, yes. Um, interesting can... bull you've got is it... there. Can a so... human really fit <laughs> inside? It? I don't think a human can really fit inside this bull. So, yes. So there you go. So tricked him. He went inside. this uh, it like a Trojan bull? <laughs> it <wasn't? laughs> And they lit the fire underneath. And it worked as described. The, the screams of, <laughs> of Perilaris were, were apparently truly and, horrifying.
0: And did the person who tricked the guy into getting in, therefore, regret it? Going,
1: oh, okay, it does work. I, I think he, had, <laughs> yeah. he did have regret. He must have regretted it. And thought, this is actually wonderful. And this guy is literally, his, his title is the tyrant. His job was tyrant, right? right. It was a political position back then. Yes. So, but, but the good news is yes. he, he let him out. <laughs> He didn't kill him. Oh, so he, he didn't started do- roasting him. Heard the screams. <laughs> right. I thought, oh, yeah, this yeah, okay. could be useful. Yeah. Um. So he took him out. Right. As right. a bull, he opened the door and took oh, him away. Oh, thank God it worked. And took mean, him from, away for for the poor inventor guy. Yeah.
0: You know, he must be thanking his lucky stars. Oh, he, he was very relieved. He'd I'm come sure. up with such a hideously effective and you know, like device that. Yeah. That would uh, impress such a horrible person. Yeah, it
1: did. And then uh, what happened immediately after that mm. is that Falaris took the inventor, Paralaris, to the top of a hill and threw him off. <laughs> <laughs> <A> Thus, <laughs> killing him. So he didn't avoid getting killed. He just was killed in a slightly more humane way. But what a surprise that would be. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much for <laughs> saving that... me from the being cooked in the bull. Mm. Oh, you threw <laughs> me off a hill. Okay, <laughs> then. Well, whatever. Well, it's more traditional and... This. I mean, I don't know how accurate this is. It's in Wikipedia, so it's probably true. But uh, ironically enough, Phlaris mm. was then... Killed in the present bull when he was overthrown by someone called Telemachus. What well, goes around, comes around? It's a bull in a China shop, is what it is. You never quite know what's gonna happen. Uh, it was still in use centuries later. The, the last one was um and did he, 287. The Romans did. Did he it.
0: milk it for all it's worth? Oh, oh no, oh, he God. couldn't. It was a bull.
1: Um yeah, no, no, many early Christians were were, were killed, including St. Eustace, who apparently was roasted by the Emperor Hadrian with his wife and children. That also happened to Saint and well, at the same time, oh, presumably consecutively. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I would have to check that out. Uh, yeah, they did. They did it with a lot of um, a lot of early Christians, so it was popular. Mm. It, was, it lasted for centuries. But so you... that makes Bluetooth. I think it puts yeah. Bluetooth into perspective.
0: Yes. Well, you know what it would have improved it though?
1: What Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bluetooth locking system. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, as well, we have to be fair. Okay, yeah. it, this is a much worse device than Bluetooth. It, but it's a, more, it's a, more effective. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't have any. Doesn't have major design. Yeah. It does At no point yeah. did it did did it simply stop killing the person and making them scream. Yeah, the inventor
0: must have been cursing himself that he didn't install Bluetooth when yeah. <laughs> he got tricked
1: being put in. Okay, <laughs> a couple more little gadgets uh, as we continue our survive the future. Here. Mm. Um. So imagine that you're a piano student. So is this the past or the future? This now? is the current. This is, this is this something it's car- okay. being crowdfunded for okay. apparently at the moment. This is this is brand new. Okay, so, so welcome to the Welcome presence. back presence. to the present. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about Xiaomi. You know Xiaomi, the mobile phone company. They're quite a large yeah, yeah, in China. Yeah, yeah. They are crowdfunding for mm. a, an amazing device, a light, which you can use uh, when you play piano. So, Charles, you, you have a, a piano student in your house. So I've seen the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what feature would you most like from a light uh, if, that might sit above the piano?
0: What, to to, to illuminate the to sheet music. To illuminate the music, yeah, yeah, to, hmm. to, to, so that you can see
1: the music. Well, w- what, what feature would you love it to have that your current light that you might oh, have doesn't have?
0: Well, I'll tell you what. He would love it if, as the music played it sort of was different colours or something like that, like flash different cool. colours. That would be very cool. Well, is that
1: what it is? It, it, its modes are warm colour and, and cool colour. It's only got different shades of white. No, the, the amazing feature, and they're crowdfunding for this, so if you want, mm. apparently it's already raised all the money. Mm. It, it illuminates all 88 keys, so you've got, it's got even lighting over the, over the piano keys. But the killer feature, which has never previously been in a light as far as I know, it's got a radar so that when you <laughs> knows when you come and sit down. Because apparently if you Oof. want to play piano, mm. pressing the button to turn the light on is too onerous. What you need is a radar what? that constantly scans the room and then when someone walks up to it, it goes, oh, there's someone here, better turn the piano light on. What, 24
0: hours a day is just on guard, scanning, waiting yep. for...
1: It's a smart piano light, Charles. Is that be-
0: to mimic... You know how when you go to classical music concert and there's a grand piano out on the stage mm. and the person walks out and they just sort of, the lights come up just at the right time as they're sitting down. Mm. Is there, it, that must I guess be, that's what it's, it's sort of, somebody's gone, I want that, but with Bluetooth.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's beneath <laughs> the person. Uh, the, the pianist coming out and mm. getting ready to play the concerto. Why would you? You wouldn't want to press the light yeah.
0: touch. Why would you use radar to do that
1: rather than a motion sensor or something like that? Oh, it's a radar motion sensor, I guess. Oh, okay. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, go and buy that if you want to pay far too much for a piano light. Yeah. And my final gadget, before we get on to your genuinely, potentially exciting mm. piece of technology, which most of the world of physics is very dubious about, mm. is it's a smart garage door. You've got a garage door. Would you like a smart garage door? <laughs> Well, uh, I would like one
0: which requires less than 20 presses of the button to open. That would be very revolutionary.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. Well, this mm. is a company called Nex. They, mm. they sell IoT, Internet of Things products, internet-connected garage doors, alarms, and, and wall plugs. Can
0: I guess what the killer app feature is? What's that? That as you approach, it just automatically opens.
1: Um, I, I'm not sure if that is... is is. The feature, I'll check that out while I, uh, well, because that would be good if it, if you you blew device because that connected would be to it that and would be really boom. cool,
0: yeah. Like if you if you're driving up instead of having to press the button, fifteen billion wind down the window and be pressing the button trying to get it to work.
1: Is that does that happen for your car? Uh, no, it's uh, not bad. I've got a pretty sensitive one. Well, the first review here of the next smart Wi-Fi garage door controller. The first mm. one says terrible product. Bought two of these. First one lasted a year. Second one lasted six months. Customer support couldn't fix problems. Stay away.
0: So what are what, what does it do? What's it? it like you even told us what it does. Well, no, it
1: opens. It lets you take out your phone and open the the door. You tap the button to open. It doesn't look like it's smart enough to just do it automatically. You got to press the button. Uh but there is a slight problem. Can you guess what the slight problem is with the smart carriage door?
0: Well, presumably. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't have Wi-Fi in my fucking car park. Th- that's like,
1: one one issue. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of, it's not just a garage door, they've got um, like regular door locks. No, oh, okay. Apparently they're all extremely easy to hack. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got your garage door sitting there. Yeah. It's smart. Yes. But not smart enough not to be hacked.
0: But that's probably good because it means that when you inevitably get locked out because you can't connect your Wi-Fi, somebody, you can get a you know, hacker to, hack come helps, and, yeah.
1: to come and help you out. That would work. So mm. essentially you're unable to secure your home <laughs> yeah. with this device, but it's very but, easy but to I, open. But I think that's very metaphorical. But mm. that, that is
0: how we all live. We live in the cloud. The cloud gives us this sort of sense of, mm. that, you know, our information is private, that, there's something behind a, the a locked door. Yeah, but in actual
1: fact, no, it's not like that at all. Well, just I mean, I feel sorry for them. This 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 company specializes in security products, smart mm. security products. Yes, it just didn't occur to them that they might need to encrypt the password at any point <laughs> no. that is used. So that's uh, <laughs> but but it is easy to get in, as yeah. you say. You just well, need it's... to hack into your own garage. And sure. also, I mean, who
0: here really gets burgled by professional burglars? Like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, it's only happened
1: to me two or three times in my whole life. Yeah.
0: Well, no, but, like, it's usually just sort of sn- smash and grab, isn't it? Like, it's not... Junkies. It's not people who... Well, I didn't want to use the term, but, yeah, like, it's... it's I not, mean,
1: t- tech junkies <laughs> who who would know how to use this.
0: But it's not people who are going... Well, like, there's nothing in my house where it'd be like, okay, let's spend the next five days you know, hacking into the systems to try and work you're out. I you safe.
1: No one's going to break into your house. Yeah.
0: Oh, I see, but you're saying like. But then who is going to, like something anyone who, a who buys car. a Van Gogh or something like that is not going to. Buy a smart lock from this firm, or are they? Well, you know yeah, what,
1: maybe. you know what's good.
0: Oh, we we could find out. We could just hack into their systems yes. and go and have a look at what people who buy these locks uh, have. So presumably, <laughs> there's a database of where they're located. as <laughs> That's well. a great idea.
1: You know what's a really good invention? Mm. A key. Oh, it yes. actually, a key that doesn't involve any internet. Yeah, just a metal key. Oh, you should. It's quite hard to break in. You should patent that. Yeah, it's 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 almost as though the mm. smarter option is mm. to not use the smart lock. <laughs> Yes. All right. So, Charles, that's
0: to You'd have to work out a way to put Bluetooth on your physical key, though.
1: That's true. It's, yeah. it's so small and elegant and easily portable. Yeah. I really needed some sort of battery <laughs> added to that thing. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus.
0: For the news that you've been hanging on for the whole, the episode. reason you're
1: still here, yeah,
0: which is a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that uh, the you know just incredible breakthrough in humankind. Essentially, the breakthrough of our generation mm. is that these material physicists had worked out how to create a substance that was superconductive at room temperature.
1: It's very exciting. I mean, if, if we crack this, uh, you know, you, you went into detail last time, Um, things like power transmission could be radically different. You could have batteries for everything that would just store the charge indefinitely. Yes. So I assume that the, the, there's no way this could possibly be real.
0: So over the weekend, uh, several physicists uh, from an American university posted on TikTok, actually, and... Uh, then Twitter and, and Reddit, uh, video of them trying to make the recipe of the superconductive material. Now, as I mentioned you know, a couple of weeks ago, this material, one of the fascinating things about it is it can be made with readily available materials. So it's things like beryllium. Um, which oh, apparently, I've
1: got so much of that shit lying around at home.
0: If you're a self-respecting lab, you've always got some lying around waiting to make into a superconductor. Okay. And and they and they tried the recipe out and the first try that they did in making this material then they posted a video and it's absolutely tiny and most of the video is actually them talking about oh, how do we get into focus it's really small <laughs> I can't I can't focus hold on let me try this lens right like like it's sort of they're not let's just say they're not social media experts,
1: so they're good at making superconductors. Yeah. They're just not good at filming them themselves yeah. making superconductors. All right. But
0: eventually, after the first couple, because because they did it in a sort of series of tweets and threads and mm. things like that, they eventually post a fairly well focused zoomed up version of it, and and they and it it does exactly what it's supposed to do as a superconductor, which is every time they bring uh, a piece of ma- uh, like a magnet. Close by, it goes up and perp- perpendicular, and it shows that, that it is has superconductive properties at room temperature, which is the whole deal. That's the whole deal, and it's not the whole bit. Like so, this is a micrometer big. Like it's it is tiny. It's like a, literally a millionth of a meter.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But and it's only about half of the little. It's like a little. It's like a little squiggly line. It's like a little flea or something on this you know, in this test tube style um, container and it sort of squiggles around but it comes to life and you go, that's a superconductor right there, it's definitely
1: true, we're all going to, it's going to be fine. I just wish I could believe you. and I, 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 I want this to be real so mm. much. I want us to have these amazing batteries. Mm. I mean, imagine what it would do for climate if you could actually just basically store rooftop solar forever without losing any of it, et cetera, et cetera. I just want to believe you, Charles, it's just that it's you and I don't want to mm. shoot the messenger because you've had some great episodes recently. It's just a bit too good to be true, isn't it? Or is, it, or is there catch that it's just so tiny? Well, one catch
0: that was posted directly under the discovery, which I thought very much a sort of, you know, Buzzkill. science nerds being fuckwits type thing, is somebody did point out, yeah, yeah, okay, but according to the recipe, if you if you did actually build a energy reactor, you know, mm. using these materials, using that method, then you'd run out of the Earth's entire supply of beryllium as you're building the first reactor with it. <laughs> so, okay. you know, like, so there are a few sort of minor flaws, but that means you just don't build whole reactors out of it. You just build, you know, little batteries and it'll be fine. It'll work out. It'll be brilliant. It'll Here's the really bl- cool. Here's
1: the thing. The new scientists yeah. that, that might encourage you, Charles. Yes. New superconductor claims, they say, could lead to progress even if they're wrong. So there you go. Every little bit helps. Yeah, Even if it's complete bullshit. Yes.
0: Which is ha- ha- that's how I uh, talk to my wife at home. That- <laughs> even if I'm wrong, I'm still, you know, helping in a way. By eliminating so, possibilities. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's and right. We will know next time mm. that um, claims made about uh, beryllium-based uh, mm. room temperature super- superconductors from South Korea are definitely not true. That's good to know. No, no, no. No, I don't think it's not true. It's not, it's not not true. It's true. No. no. Uh, to, to be fair to Charles, that it's clear just from a little search of, of Google News, which is, as we know, very thorough. We just don't know yet. The science world is ex- –
0: I'm going to get a physicist on here for next week and we're going to do a deep dive and we're going to lose all our listeners <laughs> as we talk about particle be, physics. There will
1: be no friction <laughs> as people unsubscribe from the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, our Gears from Road, with part of the Iconoclast Network, and uh, we'll catch you. Next time in the
0: future.
1: Future. Or the past if I bring in more torture devices. Yeah, that was good.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.